Welcome to the Balanced Working Moms podcast. This is Rena Musha, and I'm thrilled that you're here. If you're a busy mom like me, juggling all the things, you're absolutely in the right place. Because in this podcast, you're going to learn secrets on how to live your life so you feel so much more balanced. Let's talk about something absolutely delicious today. Let's talk about focus, focusing on just one thing, one thing and just one thing. Doesn't that sound delicious and rare and unique and like maybe that will never happen? (laughs) Because this can be so incredibly difficult whether or not you have kids. But if you have kids, I mean, you know what it's like. You're trying to do something Your kid asks you a question right when you're trying to do something, maybe like paying a bill, and you go and you answer your child, and then you try to think, did I actually pay the bill? I don't remember what I did. And of course, this happens even if you don't actually answer your child. Even if you tell your child, you know, hang on a second, I'm paying the bill. Even that quick interruption and boom, forget it, right? you've lost focus, you have no recollection if you actually hit submit in your online software, you don't know. Aren't you just getting stressed out as I say this scenario? I know I am, because it actually happened last Sunday, and I'm just picturing how stressed out I was. But I know you live this every day, every day, all day. And it's really, really hard to get anything done when you're pulled in 2,000 different directions every second of the day. So like I said, let's talk about something absolutely delicious. And let's talk about how you can create some focus in your life so you can feel less stressed and maybe actually get something done. Let's talk about it. Hello again. Welcome into our episode about focus. Such good stuff. Such good stuff. This afternoon, I was talking to a really good friend of mine. You all would absolutely adore her. She loves talking to me about, you know, podcasting and all the things. She's also a coach. And it was so funny because she asked me, she said, Rena, can you please do an episode about focus? And it was so funny because I said to her, I said, I literally just outlined an episode about focus. So I don't usually record on Monday evenings, but here I am. I just had to run downstairs and record this episode because what are the chances, right? But my friend is also a working mom and she knows how hard it is to focus. It is so incredibly hard to get anything done, you know? And I just could not believe the coincidence. What are the chances? So this episode is dedicated to her, and I won't say her name for her privacy, but I just love her. I just love her. Can I say she is such a light in my life and such a blessing? One of the best things that I've done for myself is when I went to school to be a coach, 
I actually went to a school that was in person. I know, right? Who goes to an in-person school anymore? But part of it was online and part of it was in person. And I met some of my best friends this way. And I literally talked to these friends every week. Not a week goes by that I don't talk to, I don't know, two or three of them. Such a blessing. I love it. I love it because it's hard to form friendships when you're older, or it can be. And it's so cool to have something in common with people and to know them and to meet them. Such a special thing. Okay, so let me tell you how I came up with this topic for this episode. So I came up with this on a day where I felt so incredibly unfocused. I could not focus for the life of me. And this happens all the time. I don't know about you, but it happens all the time because I write a list of what I want to do. And then maybe on a good day, I actually start working on the list and then I get interrupted. And this can happen anywhere. You know, I don't want to just blame my kids because this could happen at work, at home, and half the time I'm the one causing the interruption. Either maybe I check my phone or maybe I think of something else that I need to do. Do you do this also? I hope it's not just me, but I'll start doing one thing, maybe like cleaning the kitchen. And then I remember something very, very important that I need to do. By the way, I'm exaggerating when I say very, very important. You know, maybe like throw the laundry in the machine, you know, defrost something for dinner, whatever it is. And I stop cleaning the kitchen. And I go, let's say, defrost the lasagna. And then I think of something else I need to do. And before I know it, I don't even remember what I started doing. And this day, I particularly remember because I was actually trying to get out the door. I was trying to leave the house. And I don't have young kids anymore. So this shouldn't be a big deal. But I was going to the library and it literally took me hours to get out the door, okay? Hours, because first I had to empty the dishwasher and then my kids had to eat. So I had to make them something and sit with them, you know, not had to, but you know, I wanted to be with my children. And then I started doing the bills, which I told you about already. And I could not seem to focus on actually leaving the house. My brain just would not let me do those few things that I needed to do to leave. You know, I needed to do very few things. I was already dressed. All I needed to do was collect the library books, find my water bottle, maybe fill it, put on some sunscreen or makeup and leave. Like that's it. (laughs) It's probably taking me longer to say than it does to actually do. And it really shouldn't be this hard, but I know I'm not the only one because my friend, just like I was telling you, she also goes through this. Almost everybody I know, it's the same thing. 
we can't focus on something even as simple as getting out the door to go to the library. You know, I wasn't even going to any place fancy. Nothing. I was just going to the library and I could not focus to get out the door. So my question to you is, how can you get anything done without focus? And I'm going to say that it's very hard to get anything done without focus. Maybe you can get just a very, very little bit done. But I believe that focus is actually one of the pillars of productivity. Because if you can't focus, think of me. Think of what I was doing that day. I was flittering like a butterfly from one thing to the next. And it was so frustrating because at the end of the day, you don't have much to show for what you've done and you're exhausted. It's just maddening. It's maddening. (laughs) There's no other word for it. It's very upsetting. You know, there's also a lot of halfway done things at the end of the day. And I know we've had an episode talking about finishing what you start. Because so often we get distracted and we don't finish what we start. You know, we start paying the bills. So some bills are paid, some aren't, but everything is on the dining room table or everything is on the kitchen counter from paying the bills because you didn't finish. Maybe the dishwasher is half emptied and there's dishes in the sink because there was no place to put them because you couldn't focus to finish emptying the dishwasher. You kept moving from one thing to the next. So the question is, how can you and I, because I'm guilty of this too, create more focus so we can get things done and not feel totally exhausted at the end of the day? But worse than that, my friend, worse than that, Because when we don't get things done, especially if they're simple things, we feel like we're failing. We lose our sense of confidence and all these interruptions, they make us tired. So what I'm talking about is a very unbalanced life. You're not getting stuff done. You're working really hard. You're exhausted. And your confidence is shot because you're looking at your house or your work or whatever it is, and nothing is done. Nothing is done, and you have nothing to show for it except for a feeling of being frazzled, maybe frazzled and bitter and upset. And let me give you some tips to help you with this. And I wish we had time for more because this is such a big problem But I want to keep this episode focused and I want to give you things that you can really implement today. So I'm not going to tell you 10 things, you know, in the spirit of this episode. I'm going to give you three things, three things that you can all do. Usually I tell you to pick just one. This episode, you can actually do all three things if you choose. Okay. So tip number one, and this is going to sound so obvious when I tell you this, but many people do not know this. And if that's you, 
don't feel badly. You know, I talk to a lot of moms and they never think this way, some of them. But my first tip is to choose what to work on when your kids are home and around you and to choose what to work on when they're not home or around you, okay? This is a biggie. This is a biggie. But for example, when your kids are home and they're interrupting you and you're, you know, you're talking to them, that is a great time to empty the dishwasher, for example, because if they distract you, it's not a big deal. You know, if you don't finish emptying the dishwasher or if it takes you longer, not a big deal. But think about if you're trying to get, let's say, a spreadsheet done when your kids are interrupting you. Think about how tense you would be. And we all know this from 2020, (laughs) you know, when we're trying to work and we're trying to get our kids on Zoom, that was a disaster. You know this. So when you're trying to do work or you have to think and really use all that analysis and really dive deep, you really want to try to leave that for when the kids are not going to interrupt you. So if you're writing an article, something like that, try to keep that at a separate time. And I know that may sound obvious, but I can't tell you how many moms start cleaning as soon as their kids go to bed. And when their kids are awake, they're trying to do their bills, for example, like I was. But they're trying to do things where they're thinking while their kids are are home and talking to them and other tasks like cleaning that you don't have to be a perfectionist, they do after their kids go to bed. And if you could somehow divide up your chores, you know, things you can do when the kid's around and things you can do when maybe they're watching a show, that will just change your life because you, my friend, will be able to focus. Yay, that's what we want. The next tip I learned years and years ago from one of the original bloggers. He was blogging way back when. I don't know how long he's been doing it, but he was one of the first, (laughs) at least as far as I know. And his name is Leo. I don't want to say his last name. I'm going to mess it up. But something like Babuta. And his blog is called Zen Habits. And it's still there today. He still has it. Now he has classes. It's really a very lovely blog. But I remember years and years ago, I read on his blog that when you're working on something and your mind goes to tell you you should be doing something else, he says, trust yourself. Trust yourself that you're working on the right thing. And I love this advice. I can't even begin to tell you. Because he explained in his post, and I couldn't find it, I tried really hard, but he must have written it probably more than 10 years ago, and I just couldn't find it, but I'm sure it's there. But from what I remember, in his post, he was saying that the reason why we switch from one thing to the next thing is because we don't have confidence that we're working on the correct thing. We think 
whatever it is that we chose is not as important as the other thing. Look at my example that I mentioned earlier when I'm in the middle of emptying the dishwasher and I realize, oh wait, I have to defrost the lasagna. Well, at that point, the lasagna feels much more important. If I don't defrost it, we're not gonna have dinner tonight. So in my mind, I'm justified to run from one thing to the next thing to the next thing. And I'm worried if I don't do that, I'm going to forget. So I feel very justified in abandoning whatever I was working on. But Leo says, no, he says, don't do that. Have confidence that you are working on the right thing. And I really try to do that now with rare exceptions. Sometimes the next thing really is more urgent, but what's a better way to do it? You know, I could have, with the example, I could have spent another three minutes emptying out the dishwasher and then defrosted the lasagna. It would have been totally fine, but maybe I should have written it down, taken a pause, written down what I needed to do next so I wouldn't forget, and then done it. And what Leo suggests is that the moment you're tempted to shift to the next thing, because I'm very guilty of this, I don't know if you are, but I definitely am. But what he wants you to do is that moment when you're tempted, remind yourself, remind yourself that what you're doing is important. And although the other thing feels like it's more important, like I said, that lasagna really needs to get defrosted, remind yourself that you chose the task you're doing for a reason. And reassure yourself, remind yourself it is important for this dishwasher to be emptied, or it's important for me to finish up with this laundry. And I so love this advice. Because so often we feel like what we're working on is not important. But let me tell you, it is important. Let's use the laundry as an example. If we keep saying to ourselves, it's not important, and every time we go to fold it, we go running off to do something more important, let me tell you, you're going to have a laundry crisis pretty soon, you know? So Leo recommends that you be confident in the task you choose and you know that you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. And let me tell you, think about how amazing you're going to feel when it's actually done at the end of the day instead of half done and you can get it out of your head. Because we talked about energy leaks and having half done laundry, half done anything that is a huge energy leak. And I'm not talking about not having the energy to do it. That's another episode. I'm talking about losing your focus and being like a butterfly and going from one thing to the next thing to the next thing because you feel like the other thing is more important. That's a good one, isn't it? I think of his advice all the time, all the time. Isn't it funny the things we remember, the small things that make an impact and that can really change our life? 
So I hope you remember his advice and that it helps you the next time you want to move from one task that feels really unimportant to the next task that feels so incredibly important. Okay, so think of his advice. Okay, so my last tip is one I've told you before, but I wanted to say it again, because again, it sounds so simple, but it works. And that is to set a timer. So basic, so basic, but it works like almost nothing else will work. You know, it works so magically. I'm going to tell you that based on my experience and based on the experience of the people I work with, the chances of you moving from one task to the next without finishing the first task are almost nothing if you actually have a timer going. It's just, it's so incredible. And these days you can have sophisticated timers. It doesn't have to be a kitchen timer but it can be. That's actually what I use most of the time. They even have apps that are timers. I like to use one called Forest and it grows a tree. So let's say, for example, you set it to work for 20 minutes. And if you keep working for those 20 minutes, it grows a tree. And I think in real life, after you grow enough trees, I think the app may even donate to actually plant real trees, I think. (laughs) So it's a really fun app. I don't use it often, but there are a gazillion apps like this. I even like to go on YouTube. They even have timers on YouTube that it'll do music for, let's say, five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it is. There are so many out there, these productivity apps, and they are wonderful And they really, really work. It's the most simple things. But like I always tell you, don't discount something just because it's simple. Because simple, that's actually the best. That's what I want for you. Solutions that are so simple, you can't help but succeed. You know, you set that timer for five minutes to clean the bathroom. Let me tell you, that bathroom is going to get cleaned And probably when the timer goes off, you're not even going to stop. You're going to say, oh, I could just clean a little bit more. And then the whole bathroom will be cleaned. Timers are such a great tool. And I hope that this reminder inspires you to use them more. Because if I had used one last Sunday, I would have been at the library hours earlier. Can I just tell you, (laughs) I would have had that fiasco. So let me ask you, usually I advise you to pick just one thing from the episode, but do you think you can do all three of these? Do you think you can choose what work you'll do while your kids are around and talking to you versus work you'll do when they're not home or they're occupied? And then my second tip, when you're working on something and you want to really, really badly move to something else before it's done, will you remind yourself that what you're doing is important and it also needs to be done? And then the third thing, how about using that timer? Timers, they're the best, right? (laughs) You'd think I sold them from how much I like to use them but I don't sell them. I just think they are so simple and they really work. 
So will you do all three? Will you do one of the three? Let me know in our Facebook community. And if you have some focus tips, also let me know. Because like I said, this is one of the pillars of productivity. Without focus, there is no way that you can be balanced or get stuff done. Because it's a terrible feeling when these to-do list items just sit there and they're just, you know, they're just draining our energy day after day, week after week, just, it just goes on and on. And that is not a feeling that I want for you. So my friend, I wish you lots of balance, lots of focus. I thank you for listening and I hope to talk to you soon. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and that it helped you take yet another step closer to better balance because that's the goal here. And make sure you check out my free course on how to find work-life balance as a working mom. You are going to love the class. It has a beautiful workbook, audio lessons, and it gives a soup to nuts approach on how to be better balanced. I know you're going to benefit so much from it. And I look forward to hearing about how it works out for you. And to access the course, just go to the link in the podcast description. Wishing you so much joy as you work towards that better balance.